Two KG Sports Minds have created a podcast to answer one very important question. What's the spread? Now here are your hosts, Brad Thomas and Miles Markowitz. Welcome in. It's What's the Spread. Today we're heading out to the West Coast. You know, this this conference needs us to talk about it the most because it gets the least amount of love, and that's the Pac-12 after dark. Miles, the summer of football continues, and we are back again to talk about our winners. Yes, sir. We have the North Division. We have the South Division. Two very different stories will be painted this season. Absolutely. In these two divisions, not unlike last season. You know, last season it was kind of crazy how high we were on Arizona. Do you think that you have another team like Arizona last year that we might just be too high on? Because I think I have one. I have one for sure. Uh, but we'll we'll get into that. But awesome. but it, but it, but really, that is all you need to know about the South Division is that I think that there might only be one team that can't win that division. Yeah, absolutely, honestly. totally agree. But let's go ahead and start in the North. Cool. All right. So we've got our overall odds. But we'll still see who are the favorites to take the division and take the conference. At the top of the conference, it's Washington and Oregon. Washington sitting at plus 175, Oregon at plus 200. In my opinion, I think both of these teams have really good value at the top. Absolutely. I mean, taking taking Washington at 175 or Oregon, neither one of them, neither one of them are heavily juiced. Very good odds. Really, it's just who do you believe in more? Do you believe in a, a, a quarterback who should have been the star at, at Georgia, or do you believe in probably the one of the top uh, draft picks next year? And there's probably a lot of casual fans out there who uh, don't know about Mr. Jacob Eason. Yes. He's been waiting in the wings at Washington. I believe he was a five-star recruit. He was a five-star Coming recruit. Coming into Georgia, yeah, yes. was supposed to be the, the future there. Transfers to Washington. He's been waiting behind uh, Jake Browning, but he needed to wait anyway because yes. of the transfer role. But he's ready to take over. But on the other side of the ball, lost nine starters on defense from last Dude, year. Dude, that was rough. But, you know, with Peterson's defense, they normally just retool and reload. They take guys like Byron Murphy and turn them into, and turn them into st- studs. 100%. So here, this is where I just want to look, about, look at which team do I figure has a better schedule and who plays better on the road. Well, I look at Washington with good home games. Oregon, USC, Utah, and Washington State all at home. When you look at... When you look at um, Oregon, did I say Washington? I said Washington, right? When you look at Oregon, not only do they have some tough games, they play Auburn and Arlington, at Stanford, at Washington, at USC, and at Arizona. They are not historically good at winning on the road. Last season, they lost three out of four games on the road. And crossover games uh, to the South Division for Washington and Oregon are basically the same. Yes. Uh, So there's no real difference there. Uh, And it's like you said, Oregon did struggle on the road last year. Chris Peterson at Washington. I think the question is, if you're trying to pick between the two, like you said, how much do you believe in the emergence, the emerging program of Oregon compared to the stability of Washington? All right, because Mario Cristobal is turning in to one of the best recruiters in the country. Absolutely. They turned in the highest rated recruiting class in school history, not to mention the number one overall recruit who has a great name, Brad, Kayvon Thibodeau. Dude, number one rate overall. He's going to make an instant impact on a defense, and that's been the difference for the Ducks in this rebuild. Yes, is that now they're all of a sudden focusing on stability on offense and toughness on defense, toughness and grit on defense. It's a different Oregon program, but they're coming back. You know, I didn't give my, I didn't pick my winner here for you yet. It is tough. Me as a better, it is tough to put my money on a transfer quarterback who sat out an entire year. Over a quarterback who 
some have pegged as the number one over draft pick. Justin Herbert at Oregon. Remember that name if you haven't already, because he's oh, yeah, because be casual all- fans probably right. don't know his name. I mean, because the lack of coverage in the Pac-12, there's yes. no doubt. Um, but he's the man. He's coming back for his senior year at Oregon. I think I know where you're going with this, Brad. I'm just going to go ahead and say it. I've got Oregon winning the North Division this year. I'm buying into the hype. I originally had Washington because of my main man, Chris Peterson, and there is no doubt that I think both of these teams are capable of winning 10 games this year. But the more that I did my research and the more that I thought about Oregon from last year to this, I think they're going to have the better transition than Washington this year. There's just too much for for Washington, honestly, to to come back from. Losing Miles Gaskin's tough. Losing Jake Browning's tough. Losing Murphy. Losing nine starters on the defense. And they have, I think, the worst of the two quarterbacks. Because let's remember, Eason lost his job. He is not like he... He's unproven. He's unproven. So I'm going to have to go with Oregon. Oregon's getting both of their top running backs back next year. Their defense... The defensive players that left were not ultimate impact players. I think Justin Hollins was probably the most well-rounded defensive player for that team that left. Miles, give me the plus 200. I'll take Oregon. Game of the year in the conference. uh, Oregon at Washington on October 19th. Very unlikely that you and I pick division champions when they play the toughest team on the road. Yes. But I'm believing in Oregon going into that game, and not just because of that game, but just because I think that the conference as a whole is wide open enough that you're going to be able to lose two conference games and still win the division. Yes. If Oregon can fix their problems on the road, I think that they'll they'll do very fantastic. But, you know, you look at this Auburn team, uh, that's not technically on the road. It's a neutral site game in Arlington. Versus, you don't know what you're going to get out of this Auburn team this season. Auburn has speed, but... Outside of that, we have no idea. Sure, and it was it was similar last year, and Washington lost a great game to them and yes. still won the conference. Yes, so absolutely. It's a great barometer to see, uh, to see where they're at nationally. There's no doubt. Let's take a look at the the other what I would say the other two contenders in the North. We got Washington State who coming off a dream season. Yes, uh, they're sending a plus seven hundred, and then don't forget about Stanford with David Shaw at plus fourteen hundred. Okay, Stanford is an interesting interesting pick here. You know, they, they know Bryce Love this year, but they get Katie Costello. Eight and five last season, but their first four games are treacherous. Oh, they're brutal. Northwestern at USC, at UCF, which we better be at, and versus Oregon. You know, I actually think that Washington State's gonna 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 um finish higher than Stanford. As high as I am on Stanford, and I am this year. I can't get over the schedule because they could easily come out of the gate one and three yes. with three very close losses. Yeah. And then all of a sudden you're you, you you dig yourself in a hole to begin the year. But with KJ Costello coming back, when there's not a lot of stability at the quarterback position in this conference, Costello and Herbert really provide two of the most prolific uh at least from, from experience, yes. uh, at the quarterback position in this conference. And you've got one of the best coaches in David Shaw, but the schedule is tough. Miles, let's look at let's look at Mike Leach's team. Last year, I think they were pegged to win six games. They came out and went 10-2, covered in, I think, all but one game. What a great bet. They all lost year. six stars on defense. Whatever. It's the Pac-12. It's Mike Leach. They're returning four offensive line starters and an entire receiving core with an incoming grad transfer, uh, Gabe Gerb. Oh my God, I'm not Gabe from Eastern Trans, Eastern Mich- Eastern Washington. I can easily see them winning nine games. Yeah, I've got them seven, eight, nine wins anywhere around there. I still think they're going to have another great season. How often are we talking about Washington State projected to win eight right. or nine games? But what's tough is, especially within the division, they get Oregon and Washington on the road. Yeah, that's going to be tough to come back from. 
as far as you know, winning the division. Yeah, let it's, alone winning the conference. Yeah, it's tough. It's tough. I mean, they have their schedule's brutal. Oregon, Cal, and we're still saying Cal because they're a defensive unit on the road. Arizona State, Utah, and Washington. That is that's a lot to fight. Well, let's not forget about Cal. I mean, this is a stacked division yes. because they're the fifth best team, but they've got a lot of talent. Plus twenty five hundred odds to win the division. Understandable, but one of the best defenses in the conference. Only yes. al- oh my god, allowed twenty one point five points per game last year. The defense is going to provide a challenge for every team in conference play. Led the Pac-12 in fewest yards per play allowed last year, 4.6. But they don't have an offense. Miles, did you know only six plays, there were only six plays of 40 yards or more last season on that defense? But I look at their quarterback options. Devin Monster, you really think he's going to start? I think it's still from a toss UCLA. Up. Yeah, I mean, I, I think I don't he think, has just as good of a chance as anybody. They're going to be looking for the playmaker. Yeah, I don't think either of them really, really stands up to a schedule where you got to go to Ole Miss, Stanford, uh, and UCLA. It's right. tough. And then uh, at the bottom of the barrel here, Oregon State plus ten thousand odds to win the conference. The rebuild is real. Real in two seasons, three and twenty-one. Are we serious? I'm not even thinking about putting a dollar on them. I'll be surprised if they win more than three games. To note here, four-year trends. Within the conference, let's hear it. Who has the best in-conference record in the last four years? It's Stanford at twenty-seven and nine, and then a close second, Washington and Washington State at twenty-six and ten. This division is stacked. Yes. Let's go to the South, where it's the opposite. It's wide open. Miles, were you surprised to see USC uh, sitting here leading the uh, South division? I know JT Daniels is coming back. They they're getting Brad McCoy back, but they haven't. They haven't stemmed on his eligibility yet. I just don't know. When you have a team, you have a team last year that allowed 160-plus offense uh, yards to the rush, running back, a team that's rebuilding its entire offensive line versus a quarterback who had his glimmer of hope but is, in all my eyes, not good. How are they leading? I wouldn't be surprised if this changes today. Look at their non-conference tomorrow, schedule. Right? So we've got USC, the favorite to win the division at plus 900, followed closely by the defending South Division champion, Utah, at plus 1,000. I think hands down Utah should be the favorite. Oh my god, I freaking hate agreeing with you. I picked Utah to win the entire conference. I think if Utah had Tyler Huntley last year in that game, and he wasn't out with a broken collarbone, that's theirs. Yeah. They score. They destroy. But let's go back to, let's go back to USC here for a second. Brutal, brutal, brutal non-conference schedule. Fresno State, BYU, Notre Dame? Fresno State could be a loss. I mean, and here's here's the thing with USC. When you're on the hot seat at USC like Clay Helton is, yes. nobody ever makes it out. Nobody. Nobody. Pete Carroll was the last coach to leave Five and seven on his year. own terms. Right. That's not going to cut it. No. I think this is Clay Helton's last year coaching USC. Oh, yes. I don't think this year changes their minds. That they don't win more than seven games. Eight tops. Tops. And Miles, I was reading so much about... Watch out, guys. Surprise team of the Pac-12 is USC. I don't know what they are saying. I don't see it. Because I, I can understand if you had all your... Like, think about positions that are really important. Your O-line, your quarterback. I don't think the quarterback play is good enough to supplement rebuilding your O-line. That's not... Especially for a struggling team from last year. And the O-line is struggling. And there's some good defenses... Still in the Pac-12. This isn't the Big 12 here. Yes. There's a lot of defensive games in the Pac-12. And USC struggled last year. They're going to struggle again. I agree. Utah. I am loving Utah. Pac-12 self-winner. 
Okay, Zach Moss and Tyler Huntley get hurt in the same week. They were out for the. They were both out for the last five games. And Utah won games, and they were one touched, one offensive touchdown away. Oh my god! From taking the conference 10-3 last three in the conference championship, Miles, I am loving Zach Moss, thousand yard rusher, eleven touchdowns, missed final four games. We got Tyler Huntley, who's gonna come in with a chip on their shoulder. I don't care about their loss to Northwestern in the was Holiday Bowl. Who cares about that? Right. Hurt team. They 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 just got their hearts broken. Uh, in the Pac-12 championship, plus thousand odds. I would have done it for plus 500 odds because I think they steamroll this conference. And Utah, under Kyle Whittingham, has always played good defense. Yes. They've quietly built a good program, really uh, turned the corner last year. I think Utah is the most complete team in the conference. Yep. They're going to be tough to beat. Absolutely. Week in and week out. Uh, let's go ahead and look at the other teams in the div- uh, in the division here. Uh, we got Arizona State. Herm Edwards, surprise in his first year, 7-5. and five, yep. Great record for, for a... Uh, an old new head coach, uh, but man, losing Manny Wilkins, Manny Wilkins showed a lot of promise. He, he had a lot of really good games, um, but you know what? They don't play Washington or Stanford because I think if they played either team home or away, they probably would lose those games. That helps. Arizona State is going to max out at seven or eight wins every year. Every year, and and that's what Herm Edwards. That's all he can expect. Plus twenty eight hundred odds there. Arizona also sitting with plus twenty eight hundred odds. Our boys who let us down last year, but Kevin Sumlin coming back again and. Khalil Tate is the biggest what-if in this conference. Miles, look at his numbers, though. While battling a knee injury, 26 touchdowns. This is all through the air. 26 touch. Oh, no. It was 26 touchdowns total with only eight interceptions. A healthy Khalil Tate with consistency on offense can be dangerous for anybody who runs into Arizona. And Arizona plays a lot of the top teams in that yes, North Division. Yes, they do. Almost all of them, I believe. I know they play Washington. I know they play Oregon. So. Tough. They've got some good games to prove it. I'm still not going to give up on them. Miles, any team that allows 32.6 points per game, it's kind of hard to pick <laughs> right. them as the winner. But I think they'll do a lot better. Five and seven sure. last year, I could see them being an eight-win team. But, <clears throat> excuse me, that's what really scares me. I've pegged a ton of teams at plus eight winners, which is not realistic. I'm trying to find who are the guys who are really going to dog it this year. I got my two teams. UCLA. I read a rumor that not one player on UCLA's team has Chip Kelly's cell phone number because they dislike him that much. I did read Started that. the season 0-5. They got their quarterback and their running back back, but it is not about the offense for this team. Their team gave up 31 points per game, over 200 yards against the run, only generated, listen to this, 15 sacks. There were guys, there were guys in, in, the, uh, in college football who had 8-plus eight, eight sacks. They are returning nine of those starters on defense, but when you're not – talented it doesn't really do much for you don't have good odds here plus 3300 chip kelly still probably a couple years away from having this team he's got to build it he's got to build it i mean and then he's not helping himself with a non-conference schedule uh versus cincy san diego state and oklahoma those could all be losses oh oh man good programs doesn't have to play oregon doesn't have to play washington but still when you're you when you're ucla saying that you don't have to play those teams doesn't mean much and then Colorado rounds out the division at plus 5,000 odds to win. New head coach Mel Tucker, the only team in the conference coming in with the new head coach. I thought that was interesting. So we, so we go from the Big 12, which has nothing but coaching turnover, yep. and then to the Pac-12 which a lot, with a lot of coaching stability. Um, but that's going to be a rebuild. Definitely a rebuild. Started out 5-0 and last season. Miles, my money was flying on these guys. <laughs> Left and right. Cost me a lot of money to end this season. I just had so much hope. They have a lot of returning talent, but I'm not pegged them real high. Miles, my South champion is Utah. And I'm 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 not even bothering betting on another South champion. 
I'll go with you there. Utah to win the South. I don't think that there's any other team. I mean, I think that there are four or five who can win the division, but yeah. Utah is is standing out for me. Stand out a lot of, of those programs. So they're the safest bet. Not and a plus one thousand. Why not? What about what about your conference champion? So I've got Oregon and Utah playing in the Pac-12 championship game, which I feel really good about. I think it could easily be Washington from the north as well. Don't get me wrong, but I've got a great matchup between Utah and Oregon, and I'm going with the Ducks. You know what scares me? I told you that Utah is my conference champion, and and I I, I just kind of threw all logic out um, because if I think Utah plays Oregon, I think Oregon beats them. But I'm hoping that Utah can do enough to to stifle Oregon's attack, and Utah is my conference champion. They didn't get it done last year, but they come back. Redemption. They're not going to be like Georgia lose back-to-back SEC championships. And we don't get a crossover game with Oregon and Utah this year. No. We do get a crossover game. We get Utah at Washington on November 2nd, which a lot of experts have that circled as, the. I mean, it's the, the rematch, rematch of the yeah, title absolutely. game. But I think that this is the year that Oregon and Utah separate themselves from the rest of the conference. Don't yes. forget about Washington. They'll hang around, but Peterson may need a year to get back. I'm not high on Jacob Eason. Right. It's, not, it's not him personally. I'm just not high on... Transfers removed one year. That's just my logic on football, especially when you weren't a stud. But if uh, you have the chance this year to watch them pack till after dark, I think that we have a lot of uh, good teams this year that are going to be fun to watch. It's kind of been up in the air for this conference over the yeah. past couple of years, but I think we have a lot of good programs emerging, and they need somebody to step up. Yeah. And here's my next question to you, Brad. I'm going to put you on the spot. Do they get a team into the playoff this year? Absolutely not. No. They don't have don't a, they don't have a team that win more wins more in ten games. Right, they still don't have that program to represent them in the playoffs. And if they do, it's going to be a twelve and two team. And I'm not putting a twelve and two team. So, okay, actually, some of these teams, like let's say UCLA, UCLA were to go twelve and two, they'd have a legit shot. Non conference schedule is tough. In conference schedule is tough, but it's the teams like USC. They lose one game, they're in. But I don't think either of those teams have a shot. That's my problem. And I don't think that any of those teams are capable of running the table in the Pac-12 conference. No. There's too much parity right now. And there's too many programs that are right on the verge. Yes, absolutely. Of getting to that 11-12 win mark. Yep. I totally agree. And, you know, like you said, Miles, people need to really watch the Pac-12 because it is some, it is like some exciting football. I don't care if you have to, to what, like DVR, is it TiVo now? Whatever, record it. I don't even use the thing. I don't have it. I, I just watch it like a normal human being the next day on the internet. But if you must, TVO, DVR it, watch it on the internet. Pac-12 After Dark is some quality football. And they don't get enough love. And I've got a, a... There are a lot of experts out there. If you start digging into this conference, everyone seems to have Washington over Utah. And yeah. I, I'm just not there. I'm not seeing and, it. And, and that's coming from a huge Chris Peterson fan. I love what this program does, but... Not this year. I think Oregon's got him this year. I think so, too. You know what, guys? I thank you so much. We are going to do our Summer of Football drawing to see what we're talking about next episode. That's my world-famous drum roll. And the winner is... NFC North. Oh, NFC North. Uh Uh-oh. All right, guys, thank you so much for listening to What's the Spread. Be sure to download our podcast on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, we're on Spotify, or however else you get your podcast.